0: Janelle Journals, a podcast for everyone interested in traveling to the greatest places around the world and if not actually going to them, at least hearing about them. Join this modern day gypsy as she gives her best tips and tricks regarding all kinds of travel. You may not be able to sneak away during these crazy COVID times, but taking a trip down memory lane will have to do for now. Now, please welcome your host, Janelle.
1: Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Europe Part 2. If you didn't hear last week's episode, I'd recommend pausing this, go check that out, and then come right back. (laughs) Today, I'm joined by my lovely and extremely hardworking sister and producer, Jenica. Jenica. How's it going, Jenny? (laughs) I'm good. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. I am freezing cold. The weather is brutal out there.
2: Oh my gosh, I know. I hate it so much.
1: I want summer back. Yeah, seriously. Like, the things that I would do to be on a beach right now with nice sunny weather is just, yeah too much i am just sick of being cold
2: oh yeah that'd be so nice to be on a beach right now Mm -hmm. i feel like i barely got summer last year from uh covid basically just wiping the whole year (laughs) i feel
1: like summer should still be coming (laughs) yeah oh gosh um so yeah for all my friends who are listening who live in warm places it's been like minus 20 or maybe even worse than that all week long it's been brutal yeah
2: definitely feels colder than minus 20 especially with the wind (laughs) oh yeah
1: the wind has just been so 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 bad it's insanity like why do we live in such a cold place (laughs) okay so just to be very straight up about it um i will mention the fact that it has been a long week we definitely worked our butts off to make part two happen but because we actually got some good feedback from friends and family this past week it has definitely like made it so worth it yeah that's so awesome that you're getting so much good feedback definitely helps push you forward yeah I am hoping that we'll just continue to make it better and better from here on out so a huge shout out to everyone who took the time out of their day to send me suggestions and feedback to help make the podcast the best it can be I'm just yeah really really grateful for that
2: oh yeah that's so great
1: (laughs) yeah All right, so to start off part two, we'll dive right into Bosnia. Bosnia, I do kind of remember a little bit, one, mainly because of Mostar, yeah, the home of potentially one of the craziest things I could have done on this trip, but sadly ran out of time. It's got to be because things happen for a reason and I would have died or like severely hurt myself or something, but not going to lie to you, it remains on my bucket list to this day. We did not have very much time and um, basically if you wanted to jump off the Mostar Bridge, you had to do practice runs. So a couple of the guys from our tour wanted to go and we kind of were like, oh, that's super cool, blah, 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 whatever. We went, got a drink and then... I remember being like, okay, fuck it, let's go do it. So then we were like, okay, yeah, running, let's go do it, let's go do it. So then we went up, they're like, okay, yeah, we'll train you. So then we were jumping off in the training section, which was not off the real bridge, but basically a cliff jumping. And then before we could actually jump off the bridge, we ran out of time. Yeah, It is a super high jump, so you can get really injured and like break a leg if you don't jump correctly. But you had the right time right? so they approved you, but then the bus like i had my journal i had i had to like pack up all your guys's food cuz i was at a restaurant waiting and you got approved oh, but then right. they're like no we got to go so then we had to leave but you could have yeah Clearly, I'm an adrenaline junkie. So yes, that has actually remained on my bucket list. So I do plan to go back to Mostar and jump off that damn bridge (laughs) if they still allow people to do that. But yeah, that was amazing. And watching, I think it was... From our group that did it. And we saw people, just like so many people, continuously jumping. And it was, yeah, kind of scary to see because it was so high up. But it was just like such a quick thing. Like, okay, go jump off the bridge. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was terrifying. I am scared of heights like I don't like heights but I like the adrenaline rush so I'd be a lot more nervous to do it today I think than I would have been back then. See and I had no problem like I still want to do it. I had no problem jumping out of a plane but that scares me more. I don't know why it's so weird. (laughs) Okay so looking into it the starry most the 16th century bridge spanning over River Nuretva in the center of town is just over a 65 foot jump which is approximately 25 feet more than the most recent jump I did in Costa Rica. So that's kind of scary to think about now, especially since I was shaking in my boots when I was jumping off of that cliff. (laughs) Anyway, if any of you are ever brave enough to do it, it's free and it's been a tradition that has been going on for centuries. I'll just be over here continuously thinking about it, wondering if I'll ever actually be able to do it one day and check it off the good old bucket list. After our quick stop in Mostar, we headed towards the capital, Sarajevo, the up-and-coming city that hosted the Winter Olympics in 1984, as well as the city where Archduke Franz Ferdinand was assassinated, which triggered World War I. You can easily find many tours to go on in this city, so you definitely have options for whatever you want to do or see or learn about. The town of Srebrenica in the east of Bosnia was declared a safe area by the United Nations in 1993 during the Yugoslav Wars. But the peacekeepers were powerless to prevent an appalling massacre of over 8,000 Bosnians, predominantly Muslim men and boys. We got the chance to learn more and pay our respects at the site of the worst genocide in Europe since World War II. Which that was, was wild. Yeah, jaw-dropping that like a genocide of that magnitude happened in our lifetime. Oh, yeah, I can't even believe it. We were alive, and yeah. something like that happened, which is freaking wild, and I remember like just sitting there in silence, like looking around, seeing all the names written on those um on the like, gravestones yeah, like and just so many names. yeah, I think it was super impactful, too, because, um there was a local lady that came to talk to us, and her dad was on and mm-hmm. passed away, and it was just so like hit so close to home, it was so unbelievably sad. Oh yeah, I have shivers right now thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, but definitely, I would say like it's worth stopping by because it's just very eye opening. If you have a chance, oh for sure, yeah. And like again, in our lifetime, however many years less ago, than thirty like, years we, ago, yeah, it happened. Yeah, like we were alive, which is insane. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was super sad. My heart still breaks when thinking about that place, and I can remember the emotions just taking over my body the day that we visited. From there, we headed to Serbia. We only had a short amount of time in Serbia, so unfortunately we weren't really able to explore much outside of Belgrade. Belgrade is one of the oldest cities in Europe. Other things to do in this city would be the Temple of St. Sava or the Belgrade Fortress. And then if you wanted to explore a little more outside of Belgrade, I would suggest checking out a couple of top sites like UVAC Special Nature Reserve, because the photos look absolutely stunning. Or you could also look into one of the many other fortresses. Golubak Fortress looks amazing. Do you remember the birds? Uh, Do you remember those? Was that in... Yes! Uh, th- I'm pretty sure. Was that in Serbia? I think it was Serbia. So mm, I think that's where the croissants were. We had, to, we had to cross the hundreds of birds...
0: To get to right. the, the little bacon okay, I and then, have...
1: um, yeah, like weighing ourselves and seeing that. I think that also was. Oh, yeah, that was um, very upsetting. We hadn't had a gym in very many of our places. And then we finally, like, yeah, we were staying in a nice place and we were like, oh, um, let's go see if there's a gym. We went to the gym. It was just Yumi me, and Meg. Like, everyone else was like, fuck the gym. Yeah. So just the three of us are in the gym. And yeah, that stupid scale. And I remember weighing ourselves and then typing in kilos to pounds and i was like whoa shocking yeah but looking back very <laughs> worth it oh for pounds sure worth it and yeah. pounds you got to have lost. the gelato you got to have the pizza you got to experience it it's worth it absolutely i 1000% agree oh the joys of food speaking of food is anyone hungry <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say the word hungry, I just remember going to that one restaurant the where, they, yes, where they served us in full like skillet. They, yeah, like a skillet. It was huge. And I just remember being like, uh, this is a lot of food. Yeah. I think we couldn't even eat half of our meal. Like the portions were enormous. And our bus driver, Nerby, who we adored, he is, like Hungarian as well. So we're like, okay, I think he had warned us about this or told us that this was coming. But um, yes, and yeah. so at that point we maybe should have just shared something, yeah. <laughs> but no problem. We each got our own uh, pans. Yeah, amazing food. Yeah, well, we saw the thermal baths there as well, which is yes. really cool. Yeah, that was a very cool experience, and like definitely, if in Budapest, I would for sure recommend stopping there. So when we went to the thermal baths, I think it was fairly cheap. I think we could pay like thirty euros or something to get a massage after the thermal baths. So we were like, okay, of course we will go and pay that uh, to get a massage course. in their little spa. So I- we spent. Uh, a good few hours there for sure yeah. we definitely were like little raisins before we left oh yes what, what's that called Those little Shrumbly crumbly up. prunes, prunes we, yeah we... <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like walking around the city i think we spent a lot of time exploring yes. and just like walking on the streets and kind of seeing some of the history yeah and very easy to just walk around so then yeah depending on how much time you have there are lots of other great things to do in budapest such as the great market hall Danube Palace, and visiting the Hungarian Parliament Building. If you can, I'd recommend going to check that out at nighttime so that you can see it all lit up. There was truly so much to do in Budapest, and on top of that, you can day trip out as well if you ended up spending a longer amount of time there. Okay, so from Budapest, we then went to Vienna in Austria. In Austria, I remember the amusement park, and I remember feeling like we had that amusement park all to ourselves. We did; it was like a ghost town except for like our tour group. So that was super cool. We just like went on unlimited rides one after the other, after the other, after the other. I think if I'm remembering correctly, the rest of most of our tour group went to see an opera at the opera house. And we oh. decide not to. I think this was the place. We're like, no, we're right. Gone. Vienna State Opera was where the rest of our group headed that night. It's one of the main attractions to do when visiting Vienna. So maybe be better than us and do that while you're there. Or don't and just go to the amusement park. <laughs> Regardless, you'll be in for a good time no matter what. I can also remember a lot of other like really pretty views I remember that like it wasn't a castle but it kind of was a castle with that huge garden the Um, Schundrun Palace I think yeah and that place was so stunning I remember just being like wow this place is so pretty and peaceful and yeah gardens around it for the kilometers that were perfectly manicured You can also tour the 40 rooms on the inside to see where Empress Maria Theresa resided in the summertime. We didn't do that, but I've heard it's pretty cool. Here's a quote that I found from my journal from the day that we were traveling to Czech. Day 30, June 28th. Leaving Vienna this morning, we knew we were headed to Prague with a stop at a concentration camp. We got there and we watched a video and then we were able to walk around and explore. Honestly, this whole thing is just crazy to me. I can't believe this actually happened and that this place actually existed. Definitely eye-opening. I had shivers almost the entire time I was there. I feel like everyone needs to visit a concentration camp like this so that collectively we can make sure this never happens again. I will be adding Auschwitz to my list of places that I must visit. It's crazy to look back on those times and remember how powerful this stop was. It's definitely worth stopping if you have the opportunity to do so. Okay, so then on to Prague in Czech Republic. Prague, I remember like it wasn't on my list, but I remember it completely blowing me out of the water. Um, I was super impressed with Prague. We did a bus tour and a walking tour where we were able to see the Prague castle Prague Charles Bridge, Prague's Old Town Square, and much more. The buildings in the city are so unique and just so incredible. After our tour, we headed back to our hostel to get ready as we had a boat party scheduled with another two top deck groups. I can remember the dance floor being packed with people and us needing to go out on the deck for fresh air quite often. I also remember plenty of shots of absinthe. (laughs) Oh, and do you remember that nightclub? Yeah, I think it's the largest nightclub in Europe. Do you remember? It had like five different floors and each floor was a completely different genre of music and it was massive and so packed. Like you would go to one floor and it would be like, I can't remember the genres, but like rock another one would be like reggae yes. and they'd be completely be so immersed in that like musical genre when you were in it. it was so cool. Yeah. And it was crazy. Cause it was just like a tiny staircase away and you could not hear music from any of the other floors. And yeah, there was either five or seven floors. Like yes. it was huge. And um, the other thing um, is that like the bars didn't close at a typical 2 AM. Yeah. Like you could be out there till like six, 7 AM. They close when everyone leaves. So we had the boat party and then I think we went to the the club and then we, and then with Dave and like just, it was just a couple of us, we went to like a couple of underground like small little pubs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. That was super fun. Oh, in Prague, I also remember going on that like really good walking tour. And obviously I'm not a huge fan of walking tours, but this walking tour was really, really good. I honestly don't remember that, but it it probably was really good. (laughs) I'm (laughs) also not a fan of walking tours. I also remember the free night that we had, and you and I went for dinner. And what did you order to eat, rabbit? <laughs> yeah, you ordered a rabbit. And I remember, I, yeah, I wanted you to have a bite, and you were ticks. I was like, okay, I would never eat this, but like we're here. This is the cuisine, um, yeah. and you were terrified, and you just. And I said, just have one little bite, and it tasted like chicken. I mean, no, it tasted like my brother's <laughs> pet rabbit <laughs> no it did not but I do remember being um, very excited because yes. we were like our schedule was so action-packed that we never had any free nights and so we're like oh my god we can just go to the dinner the two of us and we were so excited to like escape everyone and just yeah go for and dinner. just going a little a little date I would recommend checking out the five course medieval dining experience you'll have the option to choose from a couple different menus there's unlimited beer and wine I mean how could you say no to that Uh, But most exciting of all, and the main reason why you'll want to add this to your list, will be for the entertainment itself. For two and a half hours, you'll be watching belly dancers, sword fights, and a fire show. It's supposed to be an unreal experience. Something a little more tame would be to visit one of the loveliest and oldest libraries in Europe, the National Library of Czech Republic. This library is actually in the running for one of the world's most beautiful libraries. You can also take many day trips outside of Prague, and that's including crossing the border into another country, because it'll only take a couple of hours to get there. So from Prague, we went into Germany. We spent Canada Day in Germany, so that was a ton of fun. So that was for sure a highlight because we forced everybody to dress in red and white. We put red lipstick all over everybody and I just remember everyone being so stoked to celebrate with us and that was a lot of fun. Do you remember we even painted our nails? Oh yeah, yeah. we went all out and we had the best group of people because literally like people bought Canada flags, like our entire group was like amazing and they were so excited. And I remember them trying to learn the anthem as we would sing it while we were walking from bar to bar. (laughs) Yeah, um, and we even got little bars. Do you remember a couple of the bars we went to? We made them play country music. And I think at our, wherever we were staying, we made them play like a Canadian song, like Canadian girls or something. Yeah, Canadian Um, girls, Dean Brody. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. Like everyone was such good sports about it. And we were the only three Canadians. And And, yeah, everyone was so down to um, celebrate, which was super cute. Like a pub crawl for, I don't know if it was, I think a coincidence. Like we knew Canada was coming up and we talked about it how you usually do something. And so I think he planned it around that, which is really cool. Yeah. And then took us on like his own little, yeah, pub yeah. crawl, which was awesome. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. We we're spent like, so much time, honestly, that whole day prepping for Canada Day. Like, I feel like we just were buying everything. Yes. We went around, we bought, yeah, like we must've bought red lipstick and Canada flags. And um, yeah, we bought a yeah. ton of stuff to like decorate. We even got glasses, yeah. like so many different little things. And like, did I just happen to bring red pants with me? <laughs> I think you bought them. H- I, I feel like it was an h H&M purchase and I feel like that might have been from there. Okay, because I'm like, why on earth do <laughs> I have red pants? And why did I bring them to Europe? Yeah, no, I think we bought everything pretty much. You know what else was in Berlin? Um, the call that I got from my mm. mom saying that my parents were getting yes. divorced. Mm-hmm. That was tough. So very, yeah. So that place I remember for that call from my mom and for Canada Day because it was so much fun oh yeah that was heartbreaking yeah it really was gosh looking back on that now it just seems like forever ago I'm so thankful that my family is a unit again and that everything just worked out in the end anywho did we go anywhere else in Germany we stopped in Dresden I think which had that Canadian steakhouse which we were very pumped about that was like a quick stop through yeah oh right um, Someone I met traveling asked me if I went to Dresden, and I was like, no. <laughs> it was very Sorry. quick. Clearly, my memory is not that great. Dresden was destroyed in World War II, and when rebuilt, diffused with modern artistry, which is why this place is the most unique city in Germany. Also, we didn't have the chance to get to Munich, but if you have time, you should stop there. There's a hop-on, hop-off bus tour that I'm certain will take you everywhere you'll want to go. And don't forget this city is the home of the world's largest annual fun fair, Oktoberfest. That alone is something you'd want to go there for. So then from Germany, we went to the Netherlands. This also was one of my favorite places. And again, it wasn't on my list of places to go, but it definitely like surprised me. We had a lot of fun there and um one of the biggest things i can remember is our big block of cheese that we purchased (laughs) and we we wanted to eat it whenever we wanted so we also bought the like slicer so that we could slice cheese to eat it was literally a circular block of cheese like we probably should have refrigerated it but we just carried with Carried with it on the <sighs> for, for days, sure. and just like it that loose gross, loose and it for, grossest, yeah. for days. And then I think eventually, I I think when we had to board a plane when we were leaving, we're like, oh, we can't take it <sighs> on the oh plane. God, I guess that we was... got to get rid of it. But we had that for days. Yeah, it's disgusting, but it was very good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah, actually I grosses me out so much now um but it was so good yeah, yeah we went so to where cheese was made which is very yeah, that cool. was like a little place and they went through exactly how it was made and it was some of the best cheese yeah. i've ever had still to this day um the netherlands like holds the record for best cheese because joe and i had a layover in amsterdam uh one time as well and i Like, I made him go out there. I was like, we need (laughs) cheese. Oh my god, it is so good. It's worth (laughs) it. It's a must. Mm -hmm. Oh, so worth it. There's lots to do in Amsterdam. So, like, I would, yeah, forever be happy to go back because there is a a ton to do there. We walked down the red light district and then we also went to that sex show. Um, That was... um, Insane. I... Yeah, that was insane. I was going to say insane. eye-opening. That was that was wild. Um I remember being like asked to go up on stage and I was like absolutely never like I was like no 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 and I was being a little pouty pants about it I was like absolutely not will I go on the stage which is hilarious because I also remember there being a poll, and I remember the performers doing yeah, the I remember being craziest thing <laughs> I was like oh my gosh there's no way and that was really cool when I went back to <gasps> Amsterdam actually with Darren like we stayed in the red light district too which is kind of crazy like our hostel was literally in the heart of it oh wow yeah, yeah. that is so crazy yeah I am um, would love to go back again now that my um, eyes are a little more open mm. to that kind of world I would love to go back we went back again because I'd seen different things like oh. we just we took like a boat tour and we kind of jumped on and off and explored the city and it was it's such a pretty city to just explore like and walk or bike around The other thing, too, about Amsterdam is that is where I smoked weed for the very first time. Okay, I do remember that. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, it's it's everywhere there. Just like, I mean, I guess kind of like it is here now, except it's more like a coffee shop style there. Yeah. Um, I guess it is pretty, I mean, it's pretty casual here as well, but I just remember it being more like very casual, like you walk into a cafe and then you would choose what you wanted and everyone gets around on bikes there. There wasn't many vehicles, um, because most people just bike, bike around ever, which is really cool. Oh yeah. I loved being on bikes while we toured the city. So yeah, if ever you're in Amsterdam, you should be touristy and find the Amsterdam sign. You should go check out the Dam Square, maybe the Van Gogh museum, go to the Anne Frank house. And there's just, yeah, so much more to do there. From Netherlands, we then went to Belgium. And Belgium, I remember having (laughs) the best waffles. Yes, they are known for their waffles. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really, really good. And I remember just being in like that square, and they kind of had like a little food truck set up. But yeah, we were not there for very long. Hey, yeah, no, I, think I we... feel like we only had time to grab lunch and then dessert afterwards. Yeah, I think like, we just had a two-hour stop or something. It was yeah, pretty short. it was yeah, it was quick. But um, I definitely remember being told to get some fries, some chocolate, and waffles. some waffles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, the waffles were amazing. Yeah, so good. Oh, and we can't forget the beer. Those four things are what Belgium is best known for. If you didn't get the chance to ride the gondolas in Italy, Bruges is considered to be the Venice of the north. Something to do there would be to do a boat tour down the canals. You should also check out the Belfry of Bruges, a medieval tower and marketplace. Only 366 steps up to the top and the panoramic view of the city will be totally worth it. There's a rumor that the tower's tilted a meter to the east, so it's impossible to take a symmetrical photo once you've come back to the ground. If anybody can prove this to be false, I would love to see the photo. You could also day trip to Brussels, which is the capital city of Belgium. Hopefully when you're visiting this country, you'll have more time to explore than we did. We don't have um, much else to, to say that we yeah, there, It but... was Yeah, it was just a really quick mm-hmm. stop. And then from Belgium, it was so sad. We then headed back to England where we finished our tour off in London. Yep. That was the end of our tour, I guess, back where we began. So we actually flew into London to start and then, yeah, began our tour from there. And then sadly it was over. Oh my gosh. It was like, yeah, it, I remember it flying by, but I also remember like it feeling like we were gone for a really long time. Yeah, and you just bond so much with, like, you're literally living, sleeping with, like, this entire, okay, not that, (laughs) but, like, sleeping in the same room with this group of people for however many, 30 days, and you get so close because you see them 24-7, so I remember... It felt heartbreaking to say goodbye to everyone. Yeah, we were such, like, a unit. It was very sad. I definitely remember crying. I am quite the crybaby. And then we kind of had, like, a couple, like, sad, depressy days where we were, like, super bummed that we weren't on the tour anymore. Um, And then I remember... Uh, we went out and hopped on a hop-on hop-off bus, and we actually got to explore yep. London a little bit. So that's where we obviously saw Big Ben. We went to the castle, Buckingham yes. Palace. Buckingham yes. Palace. We, yeah, we went past mm-hmm. that. Yeah, we saw the famous like red telephone booth. Yes, must have seen. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely a must. A must in London. Um. Yeah, I actually would really recommend that hop-on hop-off bus for London because that was like a really good way to just get around and kind of see everything that uh you need to see in london and we did it in like a day so if you don't have that much time it can be done yeah yeah it was a perfect way to see what you want to yeah for sure yeah and i think we were just catching up like at such a different pace because our tour literally we would get up at like 5 or 6 a.m most days for breakfast and be on the bus like some of our travel days would be like 10 hours some would be four hours or less but some would be a long travel day and so we'd be go go going like 20 hours in a day almost. You know, I feel like we hardly slept and then we'd sleep on the bus. So I think it was such an adjustment to have no plans and then just to like catch up on sleep. I think. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Sad we missed everyone, but we were also like, we do. Like, we don't have someone telling us what's going on for 20 hours a day. Dave isn't screaming at us to get on the bus with like three (laughs) minutes to go. (laughs) Yeah, definitely a change of pace, which again, like usually with those tours, and I mean, I'm sure, especially in Europe, it is really, really quick because it is like a quick. You can get from country to country really fast. So you can see a lot in a short amount of time. It's a lot to take into. And like, it is like, you're grateful to see everything, but it's tiring too. I think like our bodies finally took a toll because it has just had been a month of go, go, go. Yeah. It's very fast paced for sure. Um, anything else that you can remember from London? No, I think we just kind of threw. That was the first time I had espresso. I remember it was in London. Wow, um, My first espresso shot. Yeah. Um, Kate still don't like it. Didn't nothing's changed. (laughs) Um, Did you get me into coffee on that trip or did I get you into coffee? I mean, probably. Oh, I've always, I've had coffee was fifteen, So I probably, You got me into coffee that trip because I wouldn't have survived without it. And now I cannot go a day without a good coffee. Yeah, that's actually, I think I got you into Bailey's coffee because I even have my notes like, oh my goodness, discovered Bailey's coffee. And we always had them everywhere. (laughs) You're right. We We had a Bailey's coffee. (laughs) Hilarious. Also, if you wanted to explore more outside of London, you can easily day trip out. I'd recommend going to visit Stonehenge. It's about six and a half hours away, but totally worth it as it's one of England's top attractions. There are also plenty of castles to check out and I promise you, they won't be hard to find. You could also make your way to Oxford and the Cotswolds, Kew Gardens, or the beautiful city named Bath. The remarkable 2,000-year-old Roman Baths built around the city's natural hot springs. It's supposed to be absolutely stunning. From England, we then decided that we were going to fly to Ireland. Because Ireland was a place that everyone recommended we go to in Europe. And it like definitely held up to that standard because Ireland is, yeah, one of my favorite countries that we have traveled to. Yeah, we flew into Dublin. I think we stayed. Our t- troll time there was what, a couple, was it a couple weeks? It felt like it was a while. I, to be honest, I week. think we only did a week in Ireland. Wow. Yeah, it did feel like a long it, time, but maybe it was just a week and we did a yeah, lot. Yeah, we also did a lot. We were kind of already in the go, go, go mentality. So we were, yeah, in Dublin and it was the first time we didn't have the bus. so. That was when we had to carry our own backpacks. So, leaving the airport, remember we walked for like, I don't know how long, but we walked a long time with our backpacks on our back. And we just then had a moment of like, Oh, thank God for Norby and Dave and the bus because like I would not have wanted to carry around this backpack the whole time we were here. It's so true. It's such a different trip. Like when I went backpacking years later, I think that's why I didn't gain weight because I carried it everywhere. And like if you have the opportunity to do the bus, it's such a cool way to see it. But it yeah, literally would pull up and we'd put our bags on so we didn't have to hike it to a train station to jump on a train yeah. and carry it around everywhere. So we got we got to we got to experience both. Yeah, it. that's very cool. And yeah, like I love backpacking, but I remember at the time being like Oh, my God. I could never have carried this whole backpack the whole time (laughs) we were here. And then, obviously, trips later, that is how I got around everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Too funny. Um, Yeah. Ireland was so much fun. Our, like, day trip to Galway because a local man ended up recommending us to go to Galway. To go to this candy shop and um, across from the candy shop was the tattoo parlor. So you got a piercing. I got my second tattoo. The tattoo place we went to in Ireland was called AWOL Tattoo and Piercing. I kept the business card with the skeleton head on it. Spontaneous me took the local man's advice to go and find it next to the candy store. I feel like most tattoo artists would judge a young girl wanting to put a cheesy quote on her arm, but instead, she was so fabulous, and, like, if I knew her name, I would totally shout her out right now. Galway, I just remember being a really cool little little town. Yeah, very cute. Yeah. And I can't remember if we did the three cities together, or we did a couple, and I remember that we were on the van and they were through like Ireland had this heat wave they said oh, they hadn't yes. had in years and so they don't have air conditioning in a lot of places because they're not used to that kind of heat and I even met like Irish couples years later and I remember talking about the year we went and they're like oh yes I remember that heat wave yeah and our van didn't have air conditioning I just remember us dying on there because it was so like it probably was like 35 or something equivalent yeah it was very um, very but hot. with no AC anywhere in restaurants really yeah. or anywhere nowhere they just had open windows hot. um like yeah in yeah. the cars in the restaurants whatever and yeah, it was very hot. And like, obviously, the Guinness factory. Never yes, would was I have see. ever thought that I would have liked Guinness, but I swear the Guinness there was so freaking good. It was so much better than here for sure. And that was definitely one of my top like things that we did in the trip, which is hilarious because yeah, I don't love Guinness here, but it's super cool to see the Guinness factory. And yeah, Guinness there tastes amazing. It's just, it's a different quality. Oh, yeah, it is so, so, so good. And like, obviously, an Irish pub. I think we got Fish and Chips a couple times. I just remember the pubs being, like, so cute, always with live music, like, live bands. Yeah, the live music. Mm-hmm. It was... And the dancers. Yeah. So good. Yeah, they'd have Irish dancers there, which is really yeah. cool. I think, like, we stopped at a couple other, like, Wicklow and Glendalow, and I think one of those had, like, The Rock. Oh, you know, yes. It was famous for, like, The Rock. Oh. Oh, yeah. And but I know it's famous for movies. What it, we did something in Kilkenny, too. We stopped there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember, but we had a couple little, like, cute day trips. Again, it was, like, a really easy way to travel. Like, we hopped on a bus, and there were stops, and you could get out when you wanted and then get on another bus. It wasn't a hop-on, hop-off. Like, I think it was more of, like, an actual bus. But, yeah, it, it was yeah. pretty easy to travel around. Okay, so I'm going to play the cutest voice note from my friend Kevin, who has some great advice when it comes to Ireland. No matter what part of the country you're wanting to visit, he names the places you'll want to go and check
0: out. Hey Janelle, Kevin here. My mom is from Ireland, so over the years we've gone several times as a family to visit her relatives. And while we've been there, we've done our share of sightseeing, because how can you not? And I have to say, Ireland truly is a beautiful country in every way. It really lives up to the hype. The people of Hearts of Gold, the live entertainment, the music is some of the best I've ever heard in my life. It's rich with history and culture, and the food is to die for, as they say. So to anyone thinking of going, maybe you're on the fence about it, 100%, you absolutely have to. It is, it's a trip of a lifetime to go at least once, so definitely put it on your list. I thought uh, I'd suggest a few of my favorite places I visited, just to give people some ideas of what to do while they're there, and I guess I'll mention them from each end of Ireland. So... If you head out east, you'll come across uh, the capital city, Dublin, of course. And that's a really cool city. It's just full of hustle and bustle. It's always busy uh, around the clock. Uh, A place there called Kilmainham Jail was a fascinating landmark to visit. It's unfortunately from a darker chapter of Ireland's history, but uh, just learning about the story of the Irish rebellion that happened there, it was, it was surreal. It really was so definitely worth checking out uh st patrick's cathedral is uh, another beautiful landmark in the city you have to visit and it goes without saying you have to do uh the tour of the guinness brewery it's very fun they do a great job of just telling you the story of how guinness ended up on the map and then you get to enjoy some of the freshest guinness poured to you in the world at this lounge at the very top of the building That just overlooks all of Dublin, and you're gathered with people from all around the world. That was easily a highlight for me, so definitely worth checking out. Uh, If you head out west, you'll come across the Cliffs of Moher, and they are incredible. Some of the nicest views I've ever seen. Definitely, 100%. I cannot recommend enough. You have to visit there. It's so worth it, alone. Uh, If you head down south, you'll come across right along the coast, actually, you couldn't go much more south or you'd be in the water. Uh, we came across this town called Kinsale. Uh, my uncle got married there, and we, we had a blast. Uh, again, just, you know, this peaceful little town, so beautiful. And we came across this restaurant called Dino's that easily had some of the best uh, fish and chips I've ever had. And it, it was inspired by Dean Martin, so it had this vintage crooner vibe to it, which was awesome. I'm a sucker for that. And then if you head up north, uh, you'll come across the Giant's Causeway, all the way at the top of, you know, all of Ireland, really. And those stone formations, they're all natural, but it's hard to believe. They are just gorgeous. So that's definitely worth taking in. And not far from there is Belfast, where you'll come across the Titanic exhibit. Again, uh, as we know, a darker moment in Ireland's past. But it was very cool to just see how such a massive... Iconic ship was made from scratch, the story behind it, uh, the cultural influence it had, and yes, I can't recommend it enough. That was something I'll never forget either. So, yeah, off the top of my head, those are from the highlight reel for me anyway. To anyone going, I hope this gives you some good ideas to brainstorm with, and yes, go, go, go to Ireland.
1: Oh, <laughs> just so, so sweet of him to send us a voice note, and such great advice too. Thanks so much, Kevin. That was so great. So if you want to be on the pod and you have some great advice from the countries you've traveled to, be like Kevin. You can send a voice note directly on the Anchor app or send a voice note to my email at JanelleJournals at gmail.com. Okay, so I thought it would be cute if we just ended this little recap of going through all the countries with a little quote from one of the hostels that we stayed at. Tourists don't know where they have been. Travelers don't know where they're going. That was from our London uh, hostel. Yeah, I still to this day love hostels that have cute little handwritten art like all over the walls and stuff. So 19 countries, 35 cities in 46 days. Yeah. Long journey. Yeah, it was, but A lot of cities we saw. Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, we saw so much in so little time that there was so much in so many of the cities I feel like we couldn't explore, but it was a really cool way to see Europe. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like definitely we'll have to go back one day to actually hang out in some of those places, but it was still cool to see like the highlights in a different way. Yeah, and see it from a tour guide that knows the cities to take us to just differently I even went back to Nice years later and I was like oh this is a totally different city but we saw things like in our group that I didn't then because we just went to they took us to so many cool places I never would have seen on my own so it's such a cool way to see yeah yeah absolutely and like we lucked out like our tour guide Dave was incredible like he was so good at his job and Norby was just the cutest. We just lucked out. We like got really good tour guides. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Okay, so now that we've had the chance to recap and go through all of our memories in every country that we went to, I just wanted to ask you again, what are some absolute must-dos when visiting Europe? Okay, must-do. I think definitely like cliff jumping in Croatia. That's like a a must-do. I think the Prague club, like that was a really unique experience with the it was five or seven floors, whichever it was, but it was very cool to see. Yeah. And the Guinness factory, I think, too, in Dublin. Oh, yeah. I love all of those suggestions. So, so great.
0: Traveling tip of the day.
1: What would your best travel advice be when it comes to Europe? My rule in Europe is... Ask someone to take a photo. If you're going to give someone your phone to take a photo of you, make sure you can outrun them. So I'd always pick someone old because I'm like, at least I can outrun them. <laughs> That is a very good tip. I like that. Yeah. That is hilarious and like so true because like there's just so many like pickpocketers. You don't know who to trust. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it could be, yeah, you never know. And it's not like mm-hmm. here because I feel like here you could ask anyone to take a photo and people would be like, oh, yeah, sure. And then just, like, hand you your phone back. But there, that is not the case at all. Yeah. <laughs> Great tip. And keep your money close. I think we were scared in multiple cities of people pickpocketing. I think as long as you're careful about your belongings and traveling in a group. Um, but definitely be mindful of who's around you. And, yeah, everywhere I go, I wouldn't hand my phone to someone young. Like, I'd definitely look for someone older that I know I could outrun. Yeah. Okay, well, obviously, life looks a little different now. But um, which country is on your list to visit next. So where's the next place that you want to travel to? Hmm. Good question. I think my dream location would be Bora Bora. That's like one day I would love, love to go there. Yeah. Um, realistically, like Darren and I talk about, we would love to take, well, it's true. We really want to explore Canada more. Yeah. So our own country, we really want to take the trains across. Um, but one day we'd also love to take our kids and like do a full Europe trip on the train. So go back and just see Europe from, again, I did it from the bus. And I did it from like a couple trains, more flying between cities. So I'd love to do like just trains everywhere and explore Europe that way. Yeah, Get the Euro rail um, pass or whatever. Yeah. Like realistically, there's a lot of like, I'd love to see New Zealand. I'd love to see Fiji, but just realistically with kids, like that's probably not going to be in the foreseeable future. Although one of my cousins um, was supposed to get married and he lives in New Zealand. So that could be in our, in our future Ooh, too. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this just makes my heart very happy, but also like, very sad that we'll never experience that exact same trip ever again you know I know it was like seven years ago uh, yeah or no, well I not? think it, is, it was eight almost eight yeah almost eight it'll be eight in May yeah which is crazy because like I literally almost didn't go on that trip um yeah but you were begging me to come and I was like no no I don't know I I just was like, I can't afford it. And then I remember for my birthday the month before leaving, you got everyone together and made everyone donate to me and raised <laughs> like $500. And you're like, okay, you're coming on the trip. Here's, <laughs> here's the contribution. And I'm um, like, okay, well, I guess I'm going now. <laughs> which, like, can we just talk about how amazing all your friends and family were? Because, like, obviously it's me. So it was last minute. And I was like, this is going to be the best birthday present ever everyone, instead of getting Nicole a birthday present or alcohol or anything, like if you can donate money, sign this big card, like she's coming to Europe. Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, that- yeah, you have the best friends. <laughs> well, you did all that, so. <laughs> well, they all were like, yes, let me donate. And I was like, wow, you're the best. Yeah, you're very convincing. <laughs> I guess so. Who, who knew? Who would have thought? You know, which is crazy. I always look back at it because I'm like literally – Two weeks before we went, I met my like now husband Darren, but it's so crazy. Like, a look at a milestone and like we went on that huge trip, and yeah, how much has changed. It's it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if we would have then had another opportunity to go travel. Yeah. In the that two way. of us again. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. What I mean well. is everything. Okay, Nicole. Thank you again so so much for being here. It was such a treat to have you breaking down the rest of the countries we got to visit in Europe while sharing some of our crazy adventures. <laughs> I love you so much, Nick, and I just really really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> See ya. Okay. Love, love you too, Bye. bye. <laughs> okay, so I am a very lucky lady today because I am joined by another wonderful guest who played a huge part in booking this Europe trip. It's been a very long time, like potentially years since I've talked to this guest last, but it truly just wouldn't be a complete pod about Europe without her. We met in 2010 when we were both in high school. We grew closer as I spent more and more time with her lovely family. I can remember nights at the lake, shopping in the States, baking cakes for special occasions, FaceTiming when she was in Australia, but of course, my favorite memories with her take place in Europe. Similar to me, she's quite the adventurer, but maybe even more extreme. She spent six months in Australia in 2014, has traveled to Thailand, Germany, and is now currently living with her boyfriend in New Zealand. Like how friggin' cool is that? One of the things I admire the most about my guest is regardless of whether or not it would make a situation weird, she's always allowed me to just be myself and supported me doing whatever I wanted to do. Europe was a very pivotal part of my life, so there will always be a special bond between us, knowing that she, as well as Nicole, were by my side through all of that. When deciding where we should travel to, we each wrote down the names of countries we wanted to visit. Funny enough, not one of them were the same. But hey, that made for an exciting trip since we found a tour that ended up going to them all, plus some. I am forever indebted to her for making me bite the bullet and book it to get the early bird discount. (laughs) It's probably the only thing I've been early for since 2013. (laughs) As you already know by now, we had way too much fun on this trip. We spent most of this call reminiscing, laughing about stupid things, and it was just so wonderful to have the opportunity to catch up with her. I just feel so lucky that she made time out of her day to chat with me. So yeah, without further ado, here's Megan Sillick. Meeks! How's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good. Okay, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, of course. It's so nice to talk to you. Megan is currently calling in all the way from New Zealand just to make a guest appearance on this podcast. How's it going? Tell me about your life. Uh, No, everything's been really good in New Zealand. I can't complain.
2: COVID's kind of non-existent here.
1: Yeah, that's actually amazing that New Zealand is doing that well. It's Yeah, it's been
2: amazing and it's I guess you really take for granted.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. We are struggling over here in Edmonton. Like our numbers are back to being super high again, and we are kind of in another lockdown. So, yeah, I'm definitely jealous of that side of the world. Yeah, even
2: talking to people back home and stuff, it sounds like it's a whole different world there.
1: Yeah, it really is. It's crazy. I think, too, at the beginning, I feel like Well, especially friends that I have in Australia, they did such a good job of being so strict and actually trying to cut down the numbers during the first lockdown that I think because the lockdown there was so much better at the beginning. I feel like, yeah, that's really helped you guys in the long run. Yeah, definitely. It was super smart of them. And
2: hopefully our numbers will stay like this especially over summer. It's been nice to get out and enjoy the beaches and everything.
1: Yeah. And like super cool because the fact that you get to just live there and then go basically tour around to wherever you want to go, it's probably way less busy. Yeah.
2: it's No, it's been really nice because I'm living in like a kind of a beach town. So usually in the summer it's packed oh. with tourists. So right now it's yeah. not near as busy as it would be, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. That seriously sounds amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. So inspiring. I love that so much. I'm just so proud of you for just going out there. Like it's been over a year,
2: right? Yeah, it's been over a year. So I have my second year visa and then I'm, the goal will be to get a sponsorship and hopefully work towards getting residency. And then I can stay here and family and friends can finally eventually come visit me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. One day. Hey, hopefully. Oh my God. That actually is so cool. So is that where you see yourself like being forever? 100%. Hundred percent. I've never wow.
2: felt so much at home being away from home. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, totally. Oh my god, that is actually crazy. That is so freaking cool. Yeah. No. So it'll
2: be awesome once the borders open and show people around and you'll have to come here. You would love it.
1: Oh, I like, obviously it is on my list. Like same with Australia. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that I have not been to Australia. Um, so yeah, both of those places are, are definitely on my list. I mean, I feel like, especially now without travel, my list is just really getting backed up and (laughs) backed up and backed up, but yeah, I will definitely have to make it out there eventually. Yes, for sure. For anyone who is listening, who doesn't know you, like Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing for work. Obviously, you told us a little bit about where you're living. But yeah, just tell us a little more about yourself.
2: Uh, So before I came to New Zealand, I finished my nursing school. And then that was kind of always my dream. And then once I got into it, it wasn't exactly what I thought. And then I kind of felt like I was in a rut and not really sure what to do. But I knew that I always loved to travel. So then... I decided to go to, to pick New Zealand as a place. And then I met Adam, who I'm now with. And
1: yeah, when did you guys meet?
2: Um, like probably a few months before we left.
1: <laughs> did you guys end up meeting in Canada? Like, yeah, at home? so we met through Dwayne because cool. they work together. Dwayne is Megan's older brother, just for anyone who doesn't know and then
2: it was funny cuz Adam actually quit his job that he'd been with for like 6 or so years to travel so he uh, oh my gosh already was traveling 6 months ahead of me all through Europe and he did Africa, India, kind of all over and then I uh, met him wow. at Oktoberfest and then oh yes, right. Yeah, and then I went back home and then we were talking and decided that New Zealand was a place we both wanted to go to so we got our your visa. And we met here and we both fell in love with it. So.
1: Oh, that is amazing. Also, I always say like the biggest test is traveling with someone. So even if you're only dating a short amount of time and then you go travel with someone and you're with them for 24-7 for like however long of a time and you're able to make that work. I'm like, oh yeah, you can get through anything. Oh, for like, sure. You can travel together. You are golden. That was
2: always my biggest thing. And then when we got here, we found a van. So we lived in the van for four months. And then, Yeah, amazing. So That's
1: so fun. You really,
2: Yeah, you really get to know someone. But no, it's been Awesome. And then during lockdown, we found a job on a kiwi orchard. So we were picking fruit. (laughs) That was definitely something different.
1: So yeah, you just wanted a job during lockdown. And that's like kind of what was what was available to you?
2: Yeah, it was like considered essential. So Adam and I and then our two roommates did it together. And it was, yeah, it was... (laughs) Funny to look back on. It was a good experience, I guess.
1: You'll be able to laugh about that later, even if you're like, what the hell in the moment? Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. And how did you meet your two roommates? So Adam
2: actually knew them from back home. He went to high school with them. Oh, and cool. then they were planning on coming here. So Adam and I got here in December and then they planned and they came here in March, just before the lockdown happened. Oh my gosh, crazy. So then yeah. Yeah, we met up with them and then we found a place and then we've just kind of been living together since
1: was there ever like a point that either of you were like oh fuck the world is shutting down I should go home or was it like oh fuck yeah, like, I think I was, the world shutting down yeah I was definitely like oh fuck and whereas Adam was just like no it's fine like we'll figure it out and I'm like mm, I think this is a little more serious than you realize yeah because like there were notices from the government being like if you're a Canadian traveler head home right now yeah
2: and that's the thing and then I was talking to my family and they're like well You're in a good place, but you just have to make a decision because once you make it, you can't change it. Like, go back on it. (laughs) So,
1: yeah, totally. No,
2: Adam and I decided to stay, which is, I think, the best decision for sure.
1: And, yeah, like, especially if you are seeing yourself there, like, long-term, why not? That will then be your new home anyway. Yes,
2: no, for sure, so it all worked out
1: in the West, oh. I guess. Yeah. That's super nice. And like, so great that you guys have roommates and just feels like that just like worked out so nicely for you. Yeah. Guys.
2: No. And then I ended up finding a job around here. So I'm working with, uh, people with disabilities, Oh, so cool. I support them within the community. And then there's four of them living in a house that I go and help care for.
1: Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Good for you, man. Yeah, so no, it's I love it. Everything's going good. <laughs> yeah, that is so great. So like did your nursing degree then kind of like transfer over to that or like how... it helps oh, that I have it, but I'm trying okay. to get uh,
2: my nursing recognized over here, but it's kind of a process right now with COVID and everything. So yeah, that's okay, the that's end goal. So we'll see what happens. But...
1: Oh my gosh, that is so great. Yeah, no,
2: it's crazy how things slowly work out. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah,
1: totally. Is there anything else fun and exciting in your life that we all should know about? Yeah. Um, I'm on a bowling league. I've always wanted to join one.
2: So hey,
1: I saw that on Instagram. That is really just too good. Your outfits, your jerseys or whatever they're called. Thank you. Did you get those made or do they get given to you? Or how does that work? Um, So Adam and I just
2: went and bought them because it's him and I on a team. Oh, and then so good. we got our custom
1: balls made. Kate, okay, that is literally the best thing ever. That's too funny and so good. So are you a good bowler? No, Matt. I've been going for like I don't know
2: how many months now and I barely get over a hundred. <laughs> like,
1: oh my god. But like so much fun. So who exactly. cares?
2: No, it's it's a lot of fun. Oh my
1: god, too good. Yeah. Oh, that is hilarious. Yeah, you need you need a good hobby. Okay, wait. Can you be well, I guess your restrictions are probably way less than ours. So can you still be bowling? Yeah. During these yeah. times? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's <laughs> the best thing ever. I love that you got custom balls too. Like, that's just, that is so serious and just too I know okay. It. It's so funny because they came in like
2: boxes. So when we go bowling, we just like bring our bowling ball in <laughs> our box and we walk in. And it is so funny.
1: <laughs> oh, that is hilarious! Is everyone else in the league that hardcore, or do you guys look like the like toughest bowlers us around? And then our two friends too. They like got shirts and stuff. So oh yeah, too good. No, it's funny. On to more of a traveling side of things. Um, out of all the trips that you've ever been on, which one was your absolute favorite? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, yeah. You've been to so many cool places. Looking back, I think when we did our top deck
2: tour, that was... Yeah, yeah. In Europe. I think that was yeah just in general the most fun, but I'd say of the countries I went in Europe, I'd say Portugal is probably on my list of my top place that I love.
1: Like places you've ever been. Yeah. It's actually crazy. I ran into your brother, Dwayne, like um, I guess it was pre-COVID I think I mean it all just feels like such a blur now but I was actually supposed to go to Portugal this past April and he ended up coming into my workplace and we were like chatting about that and yeah him and Kelly were both like oh Portugal's amazing and just getting me like so pumped and then of course freaking COVID. Yeah. so uh, it's on my list it's at the top it's like one of the first places i will be like jumping yeah you'll love it just because I've heard such amazing things yeah it's just like picture perfect one day one day I will get there <laughs> um but yeah that's crazy that you picked Portugal because I feel like Dwayne would probably back you up on that and Kelly too like she seemed that it was a great place because did they end up honeymooning they, there? that's yeah one of the places they
2: stopped they went to a few in Europe but I told them about Portugal and how beautiful it was and then they ended up going there and yeah they fell in love with it too
1: oh so cool Okay, and if you were to give any piece of travel advice to anyone, whether they've traveled or not, what kind of advice would you give them? Um,
2: I would say well, a practical one would be because when I went to Australia, they lost my backpack with all my clothes in it. Oh, so great. I would say in your carry-on, make sure you have – Extra set of clothes, pajamas, toothbrush, (laughs) the essentials.
1: Oh, geez. You ended up getting it back, right? But it was just like a really long time. Yeah, I think it was like
2: after four months later that I ended up getting it back. But yeah,
1: that's freaking wild. Where did it end up going? Like, how does that happen?
2: I don't know. They said that somebody accidentally picked my bag up and carried it to like their next flight or whatever and ended up in some islands which doesn't really make sense to me because I'm like, it's a specific green backpack with a Canadian flag.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're like, uh, this doesn't just accidentally get picked up. But then
2: the joys of traveling, once I got my bag back, my clothes didn't fit because I... uh... enjoyed the uh, food and drinking uh, a little bit too much
1: yeah you're speaking to my heart that it literally happens every single time I just don't care I like mentally prepare for that to happen and I bring like all my oversized things because I'm like I know that by the end of the trip I will fit into this oversized whatever yes it no may be. <laughs>
2: definitely that is a good idea We're uh, like <laughs>
1: Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's no point in me like bringing cute stuff. I might as well just, I might as well just skip to where I know that I'm going to be in however, <laughs> however long.
2: Yeah. I think that's a big thing too, that I realized yeah. after, uh, going to like Europe and Australia and stuff is just to pack a lot more practical.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. And like, you wouldn't know that on your first trip, like even with Europe, I don't know if you remember this, but I packed like less than three hours before we were leaving yes. to the airport. Like, I literally just grabbed stuff out of my closet. and was just, like, shoving things in. Like, I did not bring anything practical. Yeah it was
2: and then stupid. you had two bags <laughs> and nicole too by the time you left
1: <laughs> yeah um we actually were talking about how like at pennies in ireland we ended up just purchasing new suitcases so that we could have like an extra bag to like carry yes home on and i plane. remember will
2: and i were just laughing at you guys making fun of you oh my gosh i forgot about it <laughs> yeah That's so funny
1: oh yeah that trip was so much fun like i just like think about it and my like, cheeks hurt because i'm just like smiling And it's hard to explain to people how fun that was because yeah, I don't like I have obviously done other tours, but again, I think just being that young and because our tour group was so big and everyone was so like fun and just down to do whatever, that was just Yeah, I think it was honestly
2: one of my most favorite trips and remember don't be that girl my mom would always say and she still says that to me
1: <laughs> don't be that girl yeah that is hilarious oh shout yeah. out to jan oh Zillik. my gosh <laughs> no we definitely were that girl a couple times in europe. yes yeah reading through some of these stories i'm like oh wow yeah
2: that's that's <sighs> yeah, a lot so many good memories oh my gosh
1: circling back to europe um do you remember how we started planning the trip and how we even got the idea to go in the first place. I don't quite remember how we ended up deciding to start planning, but I do kind of remember a little bit of the planning process. So like, do you remember how we got the well, idea I to go? I think I remember because
2: I was like so ready to go travel. And then I started looking into <laughs> Europe because Dwayne and Andy loved it so much. Oh and yes. Then yeah. Right. We went to the travel agent and we got like a booklet of all the different tours and then we finally ended up narrowing it down and then we picked one and
1: okay yeah because the part of the planning process I remember was like you writing down the countries in Europe that you wanted to go to and you obviously had like the cool ones like the ones that your brother (laughs) suggested to you we like both had those lists we did not have too many countries that like matched together and then we basically went to the travel agent and we were like we want to go to all of these countries and then I'm pretty sure she was like, okay, the 36 day European pioneer, you'll go to 18 countries. And we were like, great, (laughs) off we go. And then, um, yeah, I remember you convincing me that we needed to sign up for like the early bird pricing. And I like, obviously, I'm not early to anything. So I'm like uh and then i remember you just being like no it's the last day we must go like we must go pay for this trip so i was like okay let's do it and then (laughs)
2: that's funny of course me no let's let's do it early and then you uh well let's think about it
1: (laughs) But yeah, no, that was, that was a good idea. And now as like a more mature adult, I'm like, yes, Megan, good job getting us like a little bit of a discount and like committing to something. <laughs> I clearly have commitment issues. I'm like, mm, but do we have to do that this early? Yeah, or no, I'm wait? bad for that. I
2: just really <laughs> jump in hundred percent and go for it and don't always think about things.
1: No, I really love that. That's super great. Okay, and if you had to pick a must-do from our Europe trip, let's say out of the whole trip, what is the, like, one either activity or country or what is the must-do from Europe? Oh, that's
2: hard. I don't, uh, well, I think where we went to Switzerland. In that
1: small little town. Do you remember that? Lauderbrunnen, the place that we did a third of a hike. (laughs) (laughs) Or not even a third. And Nicole was so mad at us. But yes, that was a great little place. My journal from this trip is so outrageous because it is not talking oh. about the important things that we were seeing or doing. It is all That's just the thing, too. Like, looking back,
2: <laughs> I wish I would have been a little bit more serious about it, but I was, it was pretty much just me, too. And then, do you remember all the walking tours? You and I, like, with the headphones, would be like, <laughs> Leaning on each other, napping, and just so hungover. Just being like,
1: oh, yeah, like, are we done this yet? I obviously try not to have a lot of regrets, but I do regret not taking it a little bit more seriously because even my journal, it doesn't tell me what we did or what we saw. It literally tells me what we did after we went to the things Yeah, mine's just talking about, yeah. No,
2: mine has nothing about like actually touring and seeing things. It's just about the, Nights we'd have and the fun and oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: I would not change that. Um, but it is like funny because yeah, priorities <laughs> definitely switched after that. So I'm glad that we like both got to go and have like a crazy, just whatever yeah. fun, <laughs> fun trip. Um, them, and so. then yes. Get
2: it all out of your system and just I think that so was too. Yeah, honestly the most.
1: Yep. Yeah. And go while you're young because now a days I don't think I could party the way we were partying. And then getting up the next morning to go do our next activity we would get no sleep, especially because the bars didn't well, and close do you remember in, Europe? in the mornings like waking <laughs> so, up
2: and we were still drunk and we'd try to pack our bags and we'd uh, forget stuff or we'd just be the last one on the bus and everyone would be so mad at us
1: yes yeah just be like oh mm-hmm, the Canadians but no. <laughs> as we would be just hustling onto the bus as fast as we could like yeah things everywhere. but no oh I agree gosh, I'd yeah, say to no. everyone
2: travel while you're young and out of high school and stuff because you have your whole life to...
1: Yeah, yeah. like you got to go for it.
2: No regrets there. Yeah,
1: totally. What is one of the funniest things that you remember from that trip? I know that we have like obviously talked about a couple of them. But like, do you have a specific super funny I think the hangover
2: night because I still tell people about that. And it just plays in my mind. And it was so funny because that
1: was when we were in Spain, right? Holy shit. What happened last night? Where's Meg? Did we walk home? My earring's broken. Shit. Only 10 minutes until breakfast? Meg. Oh, Megan walks into the room. We roll out of bed in the same clothing that we went out in and we go for breakfast with only 10 minutes left. The milk in our cereal was warm. Yuck. Leaving breakfast, we run into Min and Chris. No, Wendy. Wait, where's our wallet? Oh no, our IDs. Nicole's visa? Our room keys? Where is all this stuff? Shit. First priority. Wendy. What room was she staying in? Did she make it back to the hostel? Meg looks down and her sandal (laughs) is like half ripped off. There was only a very thin piece of the bottom left. Checking every floor, asking everyone. The boys are texting her, but nothing. We eventually run into Claire who tells us the room Wendy's in. Perfect. We go down to the boys' room. Jeremy, oh no, he's dead. Okay, well, he's not really dead, but he couldn't move or speak. Oh, right. Our wallet. We go back to our room and we destroy the place trying to look for it. It's not there. Ah, we're still drunk. Maybe we should head to the beach and look for it there. <laughs> the walk was long and we were trying to figure something out. Mitch, maybe our wallet is in Mitch's room. Oh, no, we forgot that Mitch lost his camera last night. He thinks he left it in the cab. Oh, that's so sad. Thank goodness he backed up all his photos. Oh, my God. I just remember Vince <laughs> kissed me. <laughs> I
2: was like, what oh, the hell
1: no, That was such a good night. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Yeah, I just remember being so frazzled. Well, do you, and you remember too because a we needed
2: our room key to get on each floor because you couldn't get on each floor. It wouldn't buzz you in.
1: Oh, right. And I remember that. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's kind of a blur, but yeah. And then we got locked out of floors. So were we like knocking and someone finally let us in or like yes, Min and Chris had to Oh my God, you're so right. Something. We,
1: de- Oh my God. Yeah, that is. Oh, that is just too good. Yeah, Frick, that was that was a good one. What's something on your bucket list? Uh, I'd say my top two are bungee jumping and skydiving. Oh my god, yeah, amazing. I'm actually surprised you haven't gone skydiving yet, and like, neither have I, weirdly enough. Yeah, I was away over the weekend, and
2: Adam and my flatmate Brandon went bungee jumping, but I just couldn't get myself to do it. Oh, yeah. It's just the fact of jumping off the ledge. I don't know. I know. But skydiving... I'm gonna do it before because, like, where I live in the mount, it would be gorgeous. So, I have to do that before I leave.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna read you a quote from my journal and I okay. want you to see if you remember it. I forgot to mention that during our walking tour, Dave was explaining something and the cutest old man was listening in. Meg yelled, stranger danger, and we all crouched down, leaving the cute old man standing there by himself. He was so embarrassed. It was so sad, but so cute. We laughed our asses off and Meg felt so bad afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember where this was? Oh, man, I felt so bad, but it was so funny. (laughs) It was so funny. Um, Oh, my gosh. Prague? Um, I can kind of see that walking tour. And obviously we already mentioned walking tours were not necessarily our jam. (laughs) But yes, I think we were in Prague because I can like kind of remember all the buildings. And I think it was a little bit later in the evening. I still to this day feels like so bad and embarrassed. Oh my God. No, don't be embarrassed. You weren't trying to be mean. You were just trying to be funny. But he just seemed like such a sweet little like harmless old man. (laughs) Okay, well, the backstory of that is that dave our tour guide he told us about this rule like so um if we're on a walking tour or he's like giving us the tour um and if anyone is listening in from outside of our group yell stranger danger basically we'll all duck crouch down and it'll leave the person who's trying to tune into our tour like looking like an asshole stranger danger. that was so good (laughs) Another fun thing that Dave and Norby did for us, they created a name for our tour which was called In My Pants and this was hilarious because Dave ended up getting underwear and he hung them up on the bus. I remember him putting them over his shorts at one point and we just like would go around screaming, in my pants, in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how that even started. Yeah, me either. I truly don't remember. <laughs> yeah, but no,
2: I just remember him. He wore that like fedora and then he always put those like tidy yes. whiteys over his pants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved that trip so much. Okay, I also want to read you one more little story that I found from my journal. I must tell you this story and find out if you remember, okay? So, <laughs> okay. I hear a knock at our door thinking it was Megan. Nope, it's Mitch and Will what the hell are they doing here? They said they came over to scare us. And then they said, wait, is Megan here? Can we scare her? They decided they would wait for her in the bathroom. They patiently waited in the bathtub for probably 45 minutes. When Meg finally walks in, we talk about how Will wants to be a Dalmatian for the D party and how Mitch is so healthy, but smokes so much. I changed the subject knowing that they can hear us. She goes into the bathroom to brush her teeth, and that's when they open the curtain and start spraying her with the water. She's full panics. She drops her toothbrush, and she slipped and fell because of the water. Oh my god! yes. And then I just have, poor girl. (laughs) Do you remember this? Was it Albania? I think we were in Albania at, like, that really nice place that we stayed in. Oh,
2: yeah, because it had those cool locks, and it was, like, this match, and you walk into this, like, huge entrance, and it was, like, three bedrooms. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it was huge. It was, like, so crazy. They waited for you for, like, 45 minutes. It's
2: so funny because not that long ago, I was going through my album on Facebook, Yeah, and then it showed a picture of my face after, I think, that you took of how scared I was. (laughs) Oh, my God. And, yeah, I remember falling and then, like, bolting it from the door oh
1: man i was so mad they scared the shit out of me <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> and i want to play a quick game of this or that with you basically i'm just going to say two things and you're just going to choose which one you'd rather Sounds sound okay sounds good okay this is a game of this or that with megan Sillick. um sunrises or sunsets uh s- sunrise hostels or hotels hostels adrenaline rush or chill activities? Adrenaline. Um, Boats or airplanes? Boat. I hate airplanes. Do you actually hate
2: airplanes? Oh, Matt, I'm the worst. I the little bit of turbulence I white knuckle and I just close my eyes and put my headphones in or sometimes like international flights are nice because you can drink for free
1: yeah (laughs) that's so funny to be honest when we went to Europe I was a little bit nervous on planes but now over time they're like so comforting to me I'm just like oh I know that you're taking me somewhere fabulous. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, I guess. (laughs) But also, like, yeah, if there's, like, a lot of turbulence, I do kind of start to freak out a little bit. Mm. So I get that. (laughs) Um, Okay, beach or mountains? Beach. City or nature? Nature. Uh, Backpack or suitcase? Backpack. Tourist spots or hidden gems? Hidden gems. Uh, Planet or wing it?
2: Wing it.
1: With a little bit of both, but I feel like usually yeah, I, I kind of
2: just wing it. So we'll go with that.
1: Yeah, it's so funny because I right away would think, yeah, wing it. But then I'm such a planner too, so I feel like I have to be sort of planned, but like basically winging it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: no, that's true.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, and then last one: solo trip or group trip? It's hard because I've done both. Yeah, they both have their
2: perks. Yeah, totally. But I think with a group though, like it is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it is so much fun. I definitely love both. I will definitely continue to do both. But especially now reminiscing back on Europe, I'm like, oh, my God, that was so fun. How do you beat that?
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that was honestly probably one of my most favorite trips. It was just so much fun. And everyone on our tour, we got along with so good and some of the best memories.
1: Okay, and also before you go, I do want to do this with every guest, by the way, but what is something that you're grateful for? I can start so that you have like a second to think about it. Basically, today I am very grateful for my sister who has put in a ton of work into making this happen. So grateful that you joined me today to make a little guest appearance on the pod. And I'm also thankful for nights off when the clinic is not busy. (laughs) What about you?
2: I'd say I'm definitely grateful for the opportunity I had to move to New Zealand and have Adam alongside with me. Yeah. And for the fact that we're in a place where COVID is almost non-existent, and that's kind of allowed us to stay here for a second year and hopefully forever.
1: Yeah. Oh oh my gosh. It is amazing. I am jealous that you're able to do things and yeah, go away for the weekend and just like not have to worry so much about that. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, we definitely take it for granted, but I am
1: super thankful for it. Yeah, that's awesome. And just out of curiosity, what is the temperature there? Make me jealous because it's freaking freezing here. It's a nice uh, 27 degrees and blue sky. Oh my God. I can't even imagine it anymore. It's been so long (laughs) yeah i heard it's uh pretty cold at home hey it is freezing it's freezing like i forgot that this place could get this cold it's so cold oh hopefully it'll warm up a bit at least. Yeah, we like obviously have been spoiled for a little while, but it's brutal that I'm like, okay, I actually don't have anywhere to escape to in however many weeks or months or whatever. It's just like, no, yeah, you just deal with it. That's just what happens when you live in Canada. Yeah, i <laughs> saying with COVID, like you said, you
2: don't really have anything to look forward to, which makes it so hard. Yeah, it is crazy. I'm
1: sure a lot of people are struggling at This time.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully, they can listen to this and enjoy all the travel stories, and then once COVID gets better, they can all head
1: out and travel (laughs) some wicked (laughs) places. Absolutely. It was so nice to talk to you and catch up with you. And if any of you want to keep up with Megan's current adventure in New Zealand, you can follow her and her boyfriend, Adam, on Instagram at fun.life.crisis. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It was nice to be a guest on your podcast. Okay, well, it makes me so happy to talk to you. We've been chatting for a while now. It's been like over an hour. And I know you're probably busy, but I just really appreciate you coming to talk to me. I'm just... So happy that you're just living your best life over there. And I admire your bravery and the (laughs) fact that you just like went for it and moved across the world, especially staying there during such a like uncertain time. So, yeah, I'm super proud of you. I think you're incredible. Thank you Um, so much. And yeah, have a great day. Take care. (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, friends, that's all I've got for you today. Hope you enjoyed hearing all about our Europe shenanigans and adventures. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Janelle Journals. If you liked what you heard, please take the time to subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to bring all things travel and real life shit. See you next week. Bye.